friends, fam. Welcome to another episode of My Unprofessional Opinions. I am Mo, and this is the shit chicas do. So lend me your ears, and I'm here to update you on what's been going on with this bitch. It's been a while. First and foremost, thanks for downloading this pod and taking the time to listen to my white girl voice talk some shit. I miss every single one of you, and I think of you all the time. So to begin, as always, my disclaimer, I am an expert in absolutely nothing. I am just here to share my ideas and my thoughts and my love and my ongoings. (laughs) I believe the last time I put out an episode was maybe September. I know that's a really long time. We've been super duper busy. Um, Today I have no co-host, but I do invite anybody to join me that wants to chat about anything your heart desires basically I just want to give you an update on what the fuck husband and I have been doing for the past like what is that nine months um so we are still in AC and hey currently we have a new president it's been a while I know this happened months ago (laughs) and we have a lady VP so yay um still kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with that Um, And I'm still feeling like it's triumph, though. I was a little scared, I'll admit. Thank you all who voted. For those of you who didn't but can, please rethink that. Stop letting other people make your life choices for you. But I digress. So we decided to sell our brand new spanking smart home that we have moved in in 2019. Here's the beginning of the update, friends. Honestly, the area was a little too Trumpy for us. Our neighbors were super just wonderful people, but like the biker Trumper bar down the street loved to make itself known at like 1 a.m. with all of their revving of engines, like their dicks were gonna fall off if they didn't make noise when the rest of us were fucking sleeping. Not sure what that was about, but we just decided to go ahead and relocate. In the middle of this pandemic, we did find a home for us in PHX proper. Uh, The neighbors are absolutely lovely. We got cookies and cupcakes like by day two. These people are so nice. Um, It was just their welcome wagon. It was just, it was lovely because in all of the many places that husband and I have moved into, no one's ever brought cookies over. (laughs) And we just thought that was really nice. Um, I don't see the small dick Trump flag energy on trucks around here. Not to say that there aren't any, but they're not as many as there were on the west side of town. So about this house, it is 70 years old, friends, and it is like the oldest house we have ever owned or lived in really like our entire lives, even including when we were children. Those houses were a little newer. Um, And, you know, it it was not like a total disaster when we moved in, but it was was not very well taken care of. Um, It was like facade clean, you know, it took us two months to get it clean enough to have, you know, people over. And that's no joke, It, it was two months, I'm not exaggerating. And not like two months of cleaning to meet my mother in law standards. I'm talking like two months of cleaning to get a Motel 6 clean. It, it was kind of gross. Uh, the first thing we had to do was like make the smell go away. Um, and so we had the air ducts cleaned. And that was like Miracle with a capital M. 
that killed like 90% of the old man stank ass smell. Apparently the air ducts have to be cleaned um, every three years. And uh, these air ducts had not been cleaned in about a million. So something that I learned about home upkeep is exactly that. Air ducts need to be cleaned every three years. So if you didn't know that, now you know. Um, this adventure has been more dramatic than it really should be. Uh, and I say dramatic because I'm fucking dramatic. I mean, I'm talking first world problems. We're not really talking about horrible things happen at all. We're, we're very blessed to have a very untraumatic uh, life. So the first thing we did was scrub the floors. Um, I did post a picture uh, before and after comparison on my personal IG account, so take a look. After which we had uh, to have a laundry room built from a portion of the one car garage. That took about two weeks. Then we were able to unpack, but of course we had to wipe down the walls and you know we scrubbed the baseboards and we shampooed the carpets. The main bedroom was shampooed like three times and I was still getting mud. It was really gross. Um, but I got a little bit of a confession to make because I was angry throughout this cleaning process. Um, and I've, I've said this before to a few of you, it's an unfair statement and I'm like working on not feeling this way. Um, but I do have a higher expectation of women than I do of men. This is my bias and I'm working hard to not see life this way. Um, it's just been my experiences have led me to that and I, I need to change my train of thought. But as I was cleaning, I was like so super angry at the woman who used to live here. And I don't think these people, like to be fair, I don't think that they owned a mop or a vacuum, but I kept on saying like, this dirty ass bitch, what you do all day? Like in the middle of scrubbing, I'd look over at husband who was like scrubbing equally as hard. And I thought like, where the fuck was her husband? I did find out that she had like a toddler and was like eight months pregnant when she was moving. So she had like zero time to clean. And I'm wondering still, where was her life partner? What was he doing? Hire a motherfucking cleaning service if you don't know how to clean yourself, bro. Like I don't understand how she was not, and I'm assuming she did all the cleaning or at least she was left to do all the cleaning. So this is why I say this, but I, she does she has no time or energy while she's baking your baby and taking care of your toddler i assume he worked um full-time and she was a stay-at-home mom um, just by my experience when we were trying to view the house and so on so bitch here it is i publicly ap apologize to you for judging you so hard and i talk so much shit to anyone who would listen to me about how fucking nasty y'all are but you know what? Freaking toddlers are so difficult. So I forgive me for being such a bitch about it. Um, I'm, I'm still going to kind of sit here and say, who the fuck did you marry that he couldn't just run the vacuum over the damn floors while you were baking the baby? I don't know. Clearly you love him. You're in a new house. Hopefully you have a cleaning service. Friends, they haven't even completed an address change with USPS because bitch is clearly busy. So, I mean, I'm sorry. Anyway, in all of this, I've come to realize 
that just because people own homes, it doesn't mean that they know how to take care of them. And so people are not even inclined to figure out how to like nail something to the wall or paint or power wash a fence or tighten a bolt, like not even inclined to go on YouTube and get that shit figured out. So I'm thanking the Lord every day for this husband of mine because he is handy, y'all. He is innovative and he is ambitious. He came in here full force with all the tools and hammered and drilled and scraped and painted and lifted and replaced and cleaned. Mind you, we were both still attending college part-time, working full-time jobs and trying to make this bitch habitable. We did it. It only took us two months. <laughs> and really after two months, it was only like Marriott clean. It wasn't like fancy schmancy Bellagio clean. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. So here is my big news. I, your friendly neighborhood Mo, have quit my insurance job. I have worked in the insurance industry since 1999. And after 10 years of hating my job, bitching about my job and being too afraid of making changes and taking that leap, I finally quit. I chose me and my mental health and my physical health over being abused by clients who feel that mistreating people on the phone who provide them a service is acceptable behavior. And after sitting in meetings with people who love to hear themselves talk but don't know how to lead, after having chest pains every morning for months before I started my day, after dealing with the stress that made my hair fall out and the skin rashes that only would develop on Monday mornings right as I was getting to sign into my computer, I fucking quit. So there it is. I'll tell you what I realized. In corporate America, I'm a number and I am replaceable. I'm not taking it personally. In my life, that job was just a way to make ends meet. I had no passion for it, and it did not fulfill any basic need for service or passion or love that I have. I am not a person who can compartmentalize those feelings of life, purpose, and duty, and my workday. I am not there in my journey. Okay, so I hated every minute and I cried a whole lot. But I have been limiting my opportunities by thinking this way, right? I am not realizing my self-worth. I am valuable and I'm knowledgeable and ethical and I am zealous and industrious and energetic and forward thinking and outside the box problem solving. Why, oh why, do I only think I'm good at that one thing? Why did I convince myself that there is no other way to make money? I fell into a depression years ago where I was telling myself every day that my life was meant to be this way, that I deserve this because I kept making mistakes about my education or about my finances, uh, because maybe I was not as hardworking as I thought. My inner critic convinced me that I was useless, a bad wife, a horrible daughter to my now deceased mothers, a bad employee, a bad friend. I started making some weird life choices and nothing drastic, but I was not moving forward. I was not growing. I lived in this bubble of guilt and regret. I literally was just living in yesterday and I was letting today pass me by. 
So I had a long conversation with husband. He's been trying to convince me for years to let go of this insurance job. He's watched me deteriorate and cry and suck the air out of a room with my sadness. And that man still stuck around and shit. He still asked me to marry him. And that's because he loves me enough to say, hey, eso no es vida. Let go of that shit. It's not for you. Love yourself enough to do better things than what you perceive as what that adult and responsible thing is, the non-risky things. He said, I'm here for you. And, you know, in the end, that job is replaceable. There are tons of ways to make money. That job was just not completing me and I had to let it go. So friends, I have to admit that I've spent a lifetime overdoing the perceived responsible things, not the live my best life responsible things, the do what I want responsible things, do things that make me happy and still pay my bills responsible things. I've been forcing myself to get out of bed every morning and do a job that's killed my soul little by little. I have subjected myself to the mansplaining, the office misogyny, the pride swallowing, the racist comment tolerating for the sake of keeping my job that I hate. Like it's the only rodeo in town. It's ridiculous as I'm saying this out loud. And I was married to the money. Really, that's what it was because I was waiting to make more money that never came from corporate America so that I could live that life that I didn't have time to or energy to live because I was either working 12 hour days or because I was too exhausted after work and my decompression time took like four hours and then it was bedtime where I only slept three or four solid hours which in turn affected my body and my mind and my spirit, my concentration, my emotions, my coping mechanisms. That shit was bleeding straight onto my personal life. And the cycle began every single morning. I love my home life. I love husband. I love you friends. But that hating work shit was preventing me from personal growth, awareness, spiritual connections, and my extension of my love for my husband. We were arguing over literally nothing. I tell y'all, I don't know what I did in my past life to deserve a husband like this one, but he is a precious, precious gem and I am not letting go of him. So I did put a month's notice when I quit because I have a plan. I'm still attending school. I did finally bite the bullet last semester and I chose to stop ignoring my photography calling and I have about two more years of school to go. I am currently working on a certification and training for a part-time gig while I finish that bachelor's degree that I'll, <laughs> I guess I've always wanted and really had convinced myself that I, that I didn't. But now that I'm in the middle of it, I really do want it. And here I am. I choose my well-being over this job that someone somewhere told me that I needed to keep. I believe the words someone somewhere said that I am only good for one thing and I accepted this cage. There is so much more out there than that quote unquote good job that we are lucky to have. We're not lucky. 
we work hard to have the things that we have. And if we stop being afraid, we can actually have more than that. We can have it all, not just that one good gig that you should be quote unquote lucky to have. I'm here to encourage you all who hate your job, even if you don't hate your career, but you hate where you are in life, open up that cage. You've been sitting in it too long. It's not locked. I'm not saying that you should like willy-nilly quit your job without a plan. What I'm saying is work to get out of your misery, whatever that may be. It could be something completely different than a job. It could be a relationship that doesn't serve you any longer, a friendship that has become toxic, a family tie that needs to be cut. Just let it go. Be happy. Take that step now. Not when your kids start school or when you have X amount of money or when you have finished blank, whatever. Insert excuse here. I know excuses. I've been making them for ages. I'm a pro. And before you say, oh, you don't understand, Mo, you don't have kids. It's not an excuse. I just can't. I just don't have. The money's not there. I don't have time. Stop making excuses. It is your fear taking over. Do that thing you've always wanted to do, but do it as a side hustle. Start by taking an online course. Start by going on to YouTube and watching some videos on what that thing is and educate yourself. It's okay, you're allowed time to yourself to create a better career or a better future or just a happy mind. And especially for you parents out there whose only self-care time is like showers and bathroom time. You are most deserving of more time to do what you need to fulfill your needs. Kids are not easy. No one gives you a child psychology class or a child development class before your kids are born. Cut yourself some slack and know that self-care is as important, if not more important than taking care of everyone else first. You can't give and love properly if your cup is not full. Listen to that again. You cannot give of yourself and love your people if your cup is not full. You need time for yourself every single day. Listen, friends, we are not here on earth to be sad and miserable. That is a symptom of you ignoring that thing that you are supposed to like be. You're ignoring it, and so it's making you miserable. Open your mind, open your heart, be where you should be. And before you lose your entire shit and do something insane and unethical or something that lowers that good integrity, go make changes today. Stop trying to control all things. You are wasting your precious energy being a control freak. It's not cute, it's not helpful, it's not good. You are causing harm by being a control freak. Don't believe whoever told you that this was a good personality trait. You're a control freak because you have not dealt with your traumas. And you have to deal with that like immediately. Therapy, I'm gonna say it again, everybody needs it. You have people, you have a support system, use it, take a break. Start with an idea, it doesn't have to be your dream, just start doing something that you love. Take 50 bucks from your paycheck and save it until you can afford that certification. Go back to school. Do that thing you love. 
get financial aid. Financial aid is an investment. Take one class today. Just start. Love yourself more than being afraid of taking that step. Making that change, saying no to whomever is taking advantage of you. It's okay to be your own priority and get rid of all toxic things that present themselves in your life. So with that said, I have story time for you. And I like to share some shit that some chicas do because they don't choose themselves first. So about a month before I quit, maybe it was two months before I quit, I I received a new insurance claim for damage to a vehicle that was apparently caused by, um, on purpose by another driver. So FYI, purposeful acts are excluded from your insurance policy because I know nobody reads their policy. So that's your insurance tip of the day. Um, And I've taken a few of these claims in the last 20 years. And uh, so in this particular situation, the client was a male, he was young. So when I was speaking with him, he was clearly upset. He needed me to like validate his anger. Um, And you know, he he had, he was in his total right to be angry. Um, The call starts with his statement, um, saying that somebody hit his vehicle while he was stopped at a red light and that was it. So clearly I need more information, right? Because he's not explaining how he was hit, um, where the other person was coming from. He didn't give me any information. So I had to probe because people who have shit to hide never give you all of the facts. Turns out that he was on his way home from a quote unquote friend's house. It was like three in the morning and the girl he used to date. And let me preface this by saying, I believe that they stopped dating that minute So by the time I spoke with him, they were no longer dating. So this girl pulls up next to his vehicle at a red light. He is on the right lane of three lanes. Ex-girlfriend is in the middle lane. From that middle lane, she proceeds to turn onto his stopped vehicle. So she starts at an angle, ends up perpendicular, and then backs up scraping the car, damaging the tire, pulling off the bumper. So she essentially hit him twice. The minute he's able to get away, he takes off but heads home. Clearly she knows where he lives. He's on a flat tire, but he's only a few blocks from his house or his um, apartment. And he parks and he calls 911. He starts running to his door. And as he's doing that, this girl decides to try and run this motherfucker over with a car that she had borrowed from her auntie. Like, what the fuck are you doing, girl? Why? Clearly, he was living, like, leaving his new chick's house. And then what? You thought he was making a fool of you? That you want to kill a man? Like, come on. How does that even, how is that logical? So, I mean, I don't really know who on this planet, on this planet has, like, just like the dick is so amazing you're gonna ruin your life right why I don't know that's that's a farce so clearly the cops arrive she is arrested for assault with a deadly weapon the geometro she was driving it wasn't really a geometro it was a small ass car though um I'm not really sure what it was I don't remember anymore so her insurance carrier essentially denies the claim well the auntie's insurance carrier 
because the insurance follows the vehicle. And um, I mean, I thought that's where it would have ended, but her insurance carrier called me back. They were trying to get some information from her and we were ultimately waiting for the police report, which of course I didn't get because I quit. Um, I know she did some time in county because the vehicle owner told the other insurance company that she can't talk to you, she's in jail. <laughs> and so here we are. Now she and her auntie have to pay this dude's vehicle repairs, which was something like seven or eight grand. I'm not sure. They're not gonna pay a dime. It's gonna go to collection. And now Thea's credit report is shot. And that's just, that's just fucked up. Like, don't fuck with other people's credit reports, right? And I'm thinking like, why, girl? Why is this acceptable behavior? Like, no to violence, correct? But also have some self-respect and love yourself enough to not get caught up in number one, thinking that another human being is yours and that you can try to like kill him because you caught him with his side chick. Number two, destroy your future because who wants to hire a bitch who like try to run her boyfriend over and kill him? no one's looking to hire you now and three if she was mentally ill like let's say this is the situation why the fuck did her people nothing to get her the help that she needs and not let her borrow a vehicle was that bitch off her meds and maybe or maybe she just wasn't taking them properly were her people ignoring her illness like fuck love your people more than to ignore their medical needs because you think that mental illness means your bloodline and your pride is going to be misrepresented like that's just that's some ridiculous ass shit so i don't know where she is now um but i'm sure that whole file went to collection and i'm pretty sure she's doing time because that's not something that they're just gonna let you go for right ultimately I think that's the kind of shit that chicas do and then blame dudes for. And it's their traumas, right? That they're sitting there being finger pointers. If she's not mentally ill, then she just had a full line, full on life altering decision because of jealousy and possessiveness. Shit, man, she could have just like gone home and had a Snickers and gotten herself another boyfriend who could have hopefully respected her or treated her better. But also, like, I'm just considering how broken she is that she found this action as an option, right? Like, think about it. She could be so used to being abused that this is where she went in her mind. I had a friend once tell me, as we were talking about her ex, that she didn't think that he was ever angry because he didn't yell at her. So to her, yelling equaled effective communication, effective expression of anger. So, I mean, this girl who just ruined her life thought that finding out that her man cheating on her required her to try to run his ass over. Man, I send this chica some love. May she get her shit together. May she find the help she needs that elevates her to another whole level of living. And I hope she becomes aware of her faults and, and learns from this awful mistake, hopefully with some therapy and some meds. And I hope she gets to fix her shit. I really hope 
she finds a bomb-ass lawyer to help her with those like legal troubles that's gonna be hard for her from now on so here we are friends at the end of this episode and full circle self-love i leave you with this we should love ourselves more than to allow these sorts of awful reactions to come from us that cause harm to ourselves and others in the long run and shit in the short run too um i'd like to offer you some information on some orgs um save your cafecito money for the week and donate to some good causes if you have a particular org that you normally maybe at the end of the year you donate to do it now i do have one that i follow uh, and donate to when i'm able to raices texas r-a-i-c-e S for samtexas.org is a nonprofit uh, working for immigration rights. Last time I checked, which I believe was last month, they were taking applications for Spanish-speaking folks uh, to help reunite the caged kids uh, that crossed over the border and uh, got separated from their families. So if it's something you're interested in doing, take a look at their website or donate if you're able to. Also, as we know, we're still kind of trying to get over this pandemic, um, but the world is still devastated by it, as India is. Um, There is giveindia.org. They're accepting donations to buy oxygen for people who are infected with COVID. Um, I say don't go around namasteing your yogis and appropriating a culture if you're not even willing to donate to help some folks get some oxygen. Just saying. So, amigos, may you have a most beautiful week full of productivity and laughs and love. Go out and make some memories with your loved ones, socially distanced or pre-quarantined if possible. Take pics, share your stories because you don't know who needs to hear your message. If you want to podcast chat with me, send me an email to theshitchicasdo at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram at theshitchicasdo. Remember, Mo loves you, amigos. Stay safe, get vaxxed, And I'll catch you on the flip side. I love you so much.